Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh well, big surprise. Oh my god, there is a big ass fly. <laughs> I'm not joking. And he's coming up really close to me. This is what you thought was important to include in the podcast. Well, I thought people should know because if they hear it, they're going to be like, what the hell? It's not a creepy spirit. It's a a bug. It's this time of year. I know all the bugs have like came out of their little uh, shells or whatever. Yeah. Oh... Yeah, we've got uh, cockroaches again. They've, not in our house. But <gasps> okay, like... <laughs> all right, you have it worse. Sheepers. Yeah, because like obviously during the winter they like hibernate and now it's like <sighs> warm and stuff. So they're they're all hatching. So there's we've, a lot more cockroaches we've, about. We've... Yeah. Sorry, he was at the window there, so I thought I would open the window. Who's he, Dan or the fly? <laughs> the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can't hear him anymore, so that might have worked. Okay. Okay. Um, right. Well, Therese, what are you drinking? Today I am drinking good old Barry's Gold Blend Full Caffeine, because I need it, with milk. What are you drinking today, Maria? I'm actually drinking a green, not a smoothie, a green juice. Juice green, ju- green juice. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sort of, I sort of made it myself, but not really. It is, it is uh, Marks and Spencer's like green, no Marks and Spencer's tropical smoothie mix. So it's like all pre-chopped up fruit, and then you just blend it. So it's got like pineapple, oh, yes. uh, mango, passion fruit, and coconut in it nice so you just it blend fro- it a frozen mix yeah so it's in the deep freeze because like i don't know it's getting so hot here that like fruit goes off so quickly so it's just easier to get frozen food um yes and then what i like to do is instead i don't add milk or anything or yogurt so i just add loads of spinach and water and so oh. then it turns into like a green fruit cool. juice type thing so I got Sounds my protein. Great. And it's cold because it's frozen. Yeah, yeah. And then I usually add mm. some ice as well. What about your me time? For me time, I actually have the Philip Kingsley hair mask on again. The last time I just had a sample, but I bought the full size. Oh, you so were sold. It, yeah, I mean, it is expensive, but I'll use it, I don't know, maybe once a month or something. Or something oh, yeah, like how much that. is it? can't remember exactly there's different sizes i got mine in m&s mm-hmm. um i'm sure lots of other places stock it mm-hmm. but yeah so i'm doing a bit of that what are you doing for your time well in my quest to use all of my products before i leave hong kong oh, that's right. <laughs> so i'm starting to run out of i've got some moisturizer left so i put the leftover shishado on my face last night but i didn't have enough so, um, this morning I just like covered my face in the Clinique All About Eyes. So it's meant to be oh for your God. eyes, but I just yes. put it all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's in the name. All I, about eyes. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, all about face. So I've got that I'm all sure over my face. They say that 
normal moisturizer is fine for your eyes, so I'm sure it's vice versa. Of course, yeah. <gasps> Did you hear that? Hear what? Is it the fly? Yes. The fly's back. I feel like that Breaking Bad episode. <gasps> There's a fly in the ointment. Okay, so today is another Patreon request episode. Are you there? Hello? I'm back. You're obsessed with the fly. What is happening? I got him for realsies that time, so it was worth it. You killed him? I watched him fly out the window. Oh, right. Oh, he's free. Okay. Well, sorry for the interruption. (laughs) Okay. So today is another Patreon request episode. And it's actually Justin from ages ago. Oh, yeah. Do you remember what Justin requested? I don't, but I I remember I know Justin, but I don't remember. He requested the Scissor Sisters, and that was only one episode. And I felt bad because all the other episodes, Patreon episodes, have been two parters. Have been two parters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, "Oh, do you want another one?" So he requested, mm-hmm. "Who put Bella in the Witch Elm?" Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know this one? You probably oh, do. Super intrigued. Okay, right. Um, I seen a YouTube video on it, like, but it was a really long time ago. So a lot of the information was like really new to me. Um, and it's quite an interesting little twisty tale. I'm sure you've yeah. seen it. I believe BuzzFeed they covered it. All right, I haven't seen all of theirs. Uh huh. But okay, but it's but that's obviously UK. It's a All UK right. one. UK okay. one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so... Yes, thank you, Justin. I hope you enjoy. Yeah, Justin's last recommendation was very good, so... Yeah, the Scissor Sisters just, like, bolted to the top ten. Yeah, and I didn't even know about them. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and there was no scissors. <laughs> no but scissors. Yeah, it did really well. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm excited. Fake news. Okay, right, <laughs> let's see. Okay. On the 18th of April in 1943, four local boys, Robert Hart, Thomas Willits, Bob Farmer and Fred Payne, were poaching and bird nesting in Hagley Woods, which is by Witchberry Hill outside Birmingham. Okay. During the war, times were, times were tough, so poaching and bird nesting was a common way for the poor to eat. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. So poaching, I think most people know, is like hunting wild animals. Do you know what bird nesting is? I do not. Could you take a stab if they're poaching and bird nesting? Well, I know that poaching, I think, implies that you're doing it on someone else's land. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the bird nesting is probably equally bad. Taking eggs out of the nest? Yes. So it's when yes. you're looking to for eggs to like eat, basically. But what if there's a bird inside? It's gonna be gross, but still yeah. full of protein. <laughs> Desperate times though. Though times were tough, poaching was still illegal. While hunting, Bob came across a large dead witch elm tree. Thinking the tree was bound to house at least one nest, he climbed up the branches. When he got up to the top, 
Bob glanced down into the hollow trunk. Oh, horrible. Uh -huh. Dark. Staring up at him was a jaw, a gape, grinning skull. Oh! Skulls don't grin. Okay. Well, you know what I mean. You know what a skull looks yeah, so like. Yeah, you can see all the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The young boys thought, cool, they had found an <gasps> animal skull. Oh, and, okay. And together, they fished it out with a stick. Yikes. When they pulled it out, uh, do you think it was an animal skull? Mm, no, I think someone stashed a body there. Yep. It was a human skull with its teeth and scraggly hair. <gasps> Could the boys tell that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spooked, the boys left the woods and made a pact to never tell a soul. It was their secret. Plus, poaching is illegal. They might get into trouble. So they all agreed. To not tell anyone? To not tell anyone. And where did they put it? They just put the skull back in the hollow tree. <laughs> I can kind of see that, though, if you're... What age? Sorry. I didn't get their ages, but I think they're... They sound young. Yeah, I think they're probably, mm. like, early teens sort of age. Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah, even younger. I can kind of see that. You don't want to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And you've been poaching. Yeah. It's like, how did you find why we are on this land? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But obviously, like... A dead body is much more important than poaching. Like, but I it think is, but in the mind of a child, young boy. Yeah. yeah. However, on returning home, the youngest boy, Thomas, couldn't shake the uneasy feeling and guilt about what he and his friends had just witnessed. Okay, he's got a conscience. This one, he does. So Aww. he told his parents. <gasps> yeah, I was thinking that one might cave. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you know when you're around your parents and you're like not telling them something, you do feel guilty. And they can tell. They're like, what's yeah, up? Yeah, they can tell something's up with you. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, Thomas's parents told the police immediately. And the mm -hmm. next day, the police returned to the hollow tree deep in the Hagley Woods. Out of the trunk, they pulled an almost complete skeleton. Because nothing could get to it. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like animals and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's all intact. The skeleton was wearing a cheap gold wedding ring, torn <laughs> and disintegrating clothing, and one shoe. <laughs> the woods was cordoned off to investigate the area. Not far from the witch elm was the other shoe. <gasps> Where was it? I'm not sure. I think it was just like in the leaves. Like, God, how many years was it there? Mm. I'm surprised it's so close by. Do we know, is it male or female? Mm. The body? Oh, you're mm -hmm. so intrigued already. <laughs> I am. I don't know all the details. Mm. A few hundred yards from the hollow tree, the police found something grim. Oh, God. More grim than a body? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not more grim. Well, okay. Remember I said almost complete skeleton. They oh, found... Lord. The remains of a hand. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. The skeleton was sent for forensic, forensic examination by Dr. Webster. An autopsy quickly established that the skeleton was a five foot tall female in her mid thirties who had given birth at least once. Okay. She might have a baby out there. Mm hmm. 
I have a theory in my head already. You have? What is it? I do. Just like a man, married man possibly, having an affair with a woman, mm-hmm. accidentally gets her pregnant <gasps> and then needs to get rid of her. Oh. I know this is very early days. But she wasn't pregnant. So you think she had the baby and then he got rid of her? I know that would be weird. Um, okay, maybe maybe scrap that. The skull was valuable evidence as it had some tufts of hair and a clear dental pattern. All of her teeth were quite crooked. The top two teeth overlapped and it appeared that a molar had been pulled from the bottom right jaw, definitely within a year of her death. The bones showed no signs of disease or violence. Dr. Webster also discovered a piece of silk cloth in the skeleton's mouth, suggesting that perhaps she had been suffocated. Mm. Yeah, because if there's no marks on the body. Yeah. Finally, it was surmised that the murdered woman had been dead for at least 18 months, placing the time of death around October 1941. The hollow witch elm trunk was also examined and measured. Dr. Webster deduced that the woman must have been murdered and forced into the hollow tree while still warm. I know, grim. The measurements and shape of inside the tree meant it would have been impossible to slide a body with rigor mortis into the hollow. Okay. So... How long does, how long, bleh, when does rigor mortis set in? How many hours later? Oh my God, I have to Google it now. How long does it I take? I know, right? Because like, I feel like it's something I should know, but I don't. But what I'm trying to get at is she must have been murdered close by yes. to that tree. Yes. And also the tree stashing does feel like a very, oh, I need to get rid of this now. Like it's quick. Yes. Right? Yes, it does. It's like, I feel like, how many hollow trees do you know the whereabouts of? Mm -hmm. Somebody would have to know that tree is hollow and then Mm -hmm. lure the person close to the tree, like into the woods to be murdered, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because when I look at trees, I don't think, oh, that one's hollow. How do you Yeah, how do you know? Well, I guess it's dead. I have to say it is a. good place it is the wrong word wrong phrasing but you know what i mean yeah to because yeah that might never have been found well only young children really climb trees Mm -hmm. and they weren't supposed to be on the land so it should never have been right yeah Yeah. it's private property Mm. rigor mortis appears two hours after death in the muscles of the face processing quick right processing to Mm. the limbs over the next few hours it is completely set in between six to eight hours after death. Right, because I was going to say four, but it starts at two mm-hmm. and it can last until, what do you say, six or eight? Then it like sort of, it seems like it works its way out mm. until about eight. Right. It would also have been impossible, Dr. Webster deduced, to entrap oneself as a means to complete suicide. Like, okay, I mean, who would even have that theory? But okay, I, know, right. I guess you have to rule it out. I don't know. Yeah. I would never have went there, but... Yeah. 
With so many people reported missing during the Second World War, records were too numerous for proper identification to take place. Police cross-referenced the details they had with reports of missing persons, but none of them matched the evidence found. A probable description of the woman was released to the public, describing a five-foot-tall woman with light brown hair. She was dressed in a striped blue and mustard-coloured cardigan and a mustard-coloured skirt, wearing a size five-and-a-half shoe. Right, that sounds very nice. Very 40s, the bell were the yeah, mustard colour, right? And the stripes. Mm-hmm. Finally, and not giving up, police contacted dentists all over the country, imploring them to check their dental records for the distinctive crooked teeth to no avail. Ah. Mm. See, the other thing about the dental records, sometimes if their teeth are messed up, you're thinking, oh yeah, great, like we could get a match. But also, if they're that messed up, maybe they've never seen the dentist. Maybe they just didn't go to the dentist, right? Yeah. Yeah. About a year later, in 1944, a graffiti message appeared on a wall in Upper Dean Street, Birmingham. The graffiti read, Who put Bella down the witch elm? Hagley Wood. This appeared mm-hmm. on the wall. Mm-hmm. In on our wall in Birmingham. It, like in the city? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, this is somebody that knows something because why are they call Nervella? Mm. Yeah. This was the first mm-hmm. time the skeleton had been given a potential name. Mm-hmm. And it provided an investigator investigators with several new leads for tracing who the victim could have been. The graffiti was published in the paper, which sparked another lead. Mm -hmm. A caller said that they know of a graffitied abandoned house, reading, Who put Lou Bella in the witch elm? So they seen the newspaper and they're like, I seen something similar to that. Mm -hmm. Police investigated and noted the similarities in the handwriting. As well as the correct spelling of witch elm. Do you know how to spell witch elm? I would assume W-I-T-C-H. Okay. So like the tree is spelled like W-Y-C-H. Oh, I see. So this person knows a lot about the tree. An announcement was made to the public. If they knew of a Bella or Lubella to have gone missing, they were to immediately contact authorities. Later that year, in August 1944, more graffiti appeared. This time it read, Hagley Wood Lubella was opposite Rose and Crown Hasbury. This time the graffiti was in two surrounding small towns outside of Birmingham. Again, the handwriting appeared to match the previous graffiti. So this time it was graffiti that read the same sentence in two different towns. Exact same sentence. Mm-hmm. Read the sentence again. Hagley Wood Lubella was opposite Rosencrown Hasbury. What is the Rosencrown Hasbury? To me it sounds a like pub? a Yeah, right. To me it yeah. sounds like a pub. But still, nothing concrete was found on a Lubella or Bella that matched the skeleton. Is Lubella even a name? It must is it Lubella? I've never heard of a Lubella. Me neither. But maybe back then? Maybe. It's not the worst name, it's kinda of fun. No, it's nice, but 
I just never heard it. No, it kind of sounds Italian or something, but then names oh. were kind of. You think it sounds foreign? Well, Bella is beautiful in Italian, and it is also a name. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. For a while, the graffiti died down. And a few decades later, the graffiti in the 1970s began sporadically reappearing. Oh, wait, how long of a time? So we were in the 40s, now we're in the Mm -hmm. 70s. What? Mm, A big job. 30 years later, the graffiti picked up. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm really intrigued (laughs) if it's the same handwriting. Mm -hmm. Also, this whole time, I've been thinking, how elaborate is the graffiti? Because some can be very almost ornate. No. really intricate this no. is just a scribble yes somebody's writing okay. in block handwriting right yes oh, okay so i don't know how well you can deduce similarity of the handwriting for witness like block capitals you know what i mean yeah but i'd say there's a certain element i'd say there's a little bit I think like like the, wait see when daddy does he always i don't know why he writes everything in caps yeah everything yeah. <laughs> i've noticed that too right and <laughs> Even if it's a sentence like, I've gone to the shop to get milk, it's like, I've gone to the shop to get milk. <laughs> you know, that's how I figured that there was no Santa because... <gasps> yes! Yes, yeah, you told us, yeah. It would be, like be like, to Miriam, fr- Merry Christmas from Dad. And then it would be like, to Miriam, Merry Christmas from Santa. Exact same handwriting. Exact same, <laughs> same block letters. <laughs> caps. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, his... Like, uppercase letters are very distinct. Are they? Yes, I can tell his handwriting, like, immediately. Yeah. Could you differentiate? Because mommy yeah. does it sometimes too. Do you think you could tell the difference? Let's, let's test that oh, at home. Should test it. Oh. Um, okay, so it's in block letters. All right. This time, the graffiti appeared on the Witchberry Hill Monument. Which is on <gasps> Witchberry Hill, close Why? Okay. to the woods where she was found. I think it's called Witchberry Hill because there's lots of witch elms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do witch elms have berries on them? It's spelled B-U-R-Y. Oh, right. Okay. Bury. Like mm-hmm. a... Witchberry. Bury. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. To me, I'm like, were, were witches hung here? I'm like, why that, is it called see, Witchberry? The, the witch is very ominous, but it's just the uh, the, the the tree. The I wanted I wanted to say the breed of the tree. <laughs> That's not the right. I don't know what is it a breed? No the type think, of tree. Just the category. Category. Somebody help us. <laughs> this time, the sentence was slightly modified. Who put Bella in the witch elm? This time, it was spelt. W I T C H. Alright, imposter. Mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't you pick up on that? If you were like obsessed with this case and you're like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with the the voice. Uh-huh. So pay attention, look at the spelling. Or was it on purpose? Mm, I was just I was just about to go there as well as a double bluff. Uh-huh. To throw them off. But then yeah, okay. This made investigators in the 70s, the new investigators, because the case never closed, made them ponder, is this new graffiti artist illiterate? Or perhaps this was another clue. Was Bella a witch? 
where did why did they jump to that? Because it was spelled, oh, because of the wait, wait, oh, it was spelled W I T C H. Yeah, I wouldn't really go there, unless the place has a history of something to do with witches. Over the years, have and nothing since until nothing. Wow. Yeah. Over the years, there have been many theories of who the woman was, why she was in the witch elm, and who put her there. Back in 1944, a sex worker told police that another sex worker who worked on the Hagby Road, close to the woods, <gasps> had disappeared about three years ago. She told police her name was Bella. <gasps> I actually... Got chills. I do think it's because it's cold in this room, but I actually did. <laughs> we didn't one of the graffitis have the word Hagby Road? Right. So one the, of the graffitis. The crown and rose. The rose and crown, which uh-huh. sounds like a pub on Hagley on Road. Road. Right. And I did, uh, but sorry, yeah, because we never covered that. Like, did the police check if there is a pub called the Crown and Rose? I, I, there probably was. I don't like, but it just didn't lead to anything. Yeah. What 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 does that okay. mean? There's no CCTV or you know anything like that back then. I, yeah, but ask someone. Did you see a wee five foot witch in here? <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting close. So we know it's very possibly a sex worker. I mean, unfortunately, they are victims very often. So this this could be yeah. This could be it. Yeah. That, yeah. I agree. Okay. A second possibility theory came from a statement made to police in 1953. A woman named Una told police that her husband Jack, an RAF pilot, confessed to family members that he had gotten mixed up in a spy ring. What? How does one do that? He said that he met a female Nazi spy. Oh, here, I did not know we were going here. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, what is it? Is it witches? Is it sex workers? Or is it spies? I mean, they are all so different. <laughs> according to Una and according to Jack, Jack and his friend put the drunk, passed out <gasps> woman in the same witch elm tree. What? Mm-hmm. The exact same tree? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, then it's her. They put a drunk... Female Nazi spy in the same tree. Why? Elaborate why? Jack said it was a joke and that they wanted the woman to wake up in fear, teaching her a lesson on the error of her ways. Oh my god, you don't get to do that, but okay. Right? Get to teach people lessons. Well, I I guess if she's a Nazi. If she's a Nazi. I know. how, How do you know, right? She could be double spy, double double bluff. <gasps> right? Mm, right. He doesn't know. He's just he's not fully hot. Why is he in this spy ring? What? Because he work he's a pilot in the RAF. Yeah, but is this an official It sounds like, to me like he was a bit of an alcoholic drunk. Um Ooh. and he might have been telling tales. Right. You know, okay. for for clout. Okay. Later, Jack was confined to a mental hospital. Oh, mm. okay. According, so he just made that story up? Oh, it's hard to know, right? According to his wife, Una, he went mad mm-hmm. after continuous, reoccurring nightmares of a woman staring out at him from a tree. His wife? Mm-hmm. 
not him. Jack died in the mental hospital before the skeleton in the witch elm was ever found. So then who relayed the story? So, Una told police that her... Una's wife. Yeah, Una's Jack's wife told police that her dead husband told them that Mm. he did this like 10 years ago. Or did he just... Hear, sorry, did he just hear about the story of a woman in a tree and he'd made up his own story in his head? Or no, because had he, she not been found by that point? Because, yeah, because he was dead before the body was ever found. Okay, wow. Well, that is a serious... That has to be it then. Or Una is making it up. Oh, yeah, okay, this is... Oh, mm-hmm. But why the hell would you make that up? Is she... Sorry, did you say that it... The vision of a girl, a woman in a tree haunted the man or the Jack, woman? Jack. Haunted the, the man. man. Mm, okay. mm. So he would have nightmares and she'd wake up and the wife yeah. would be like, what the fuck's wrong? And he's like, there's a woman in a tree. Yeah. That would get very old very fast. <laughs> Gosh, that's weird. Or, or is she, I mean, is she, the, is she, she fully okay? She yeah, come across right? Is she normal? making it up? Yeah. I mean, like, her mm-hmm. husband back in the day, the men were the mm-hmm. breadwinners. Uh-huh. Now he's dead. Ten years. Is she looking to sell a story? You know, like right, she might be okay. hard up for money. Maybe. I know because I'm trying to think what is her motive here. Also, she like, so police and media were skeptical of Una's story because she didn't come forward for more than ten years. Jack yes. was already dead. So why wait? And how... Soon after they found the body in the tree, did she come forward? Ten years. Know that. Wait. Yes. So the police find the body. Uh-huh. She waited ten years. Ten years. Even though her husband was already dead. That is bizarre. Because like, if mm. you are like protecting your husband, you're like, oh, but I don't, want, I don't want him to go to jail. Although maybe she's protecting his honour, his kind of legacy and whatnot. But then why did she tell? Eventually, I, know, I tell something changed. Does mm. she have children? And she told the children, and they were like, "Mom, you have to tell." I don't know, but nobody believed hmm. her. <laughs> they say most people eventually blab, though, don't they? Do they? All these people saying, "Oh, I'm going to take it to my grave." Rarely happens. As humans, we always tell someone. Do you know what I mean? So maybe it's just a bit of that. Maybe. Now, so going back in time again, in 1945. Margaret Murray, an anthropologist and archaeologist at University College London, she proposed a more radical but still possible theory. All right, Margaret. Witchcraft. We're all back to this. Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. Margaret- I think everyone's just getting really hung up on the word witch. <laughs> Is it not the species of the tree? You're right, yeah, it's species, yeah, not breed. Yeah, like witch hazel. Yes. Is a plant. I don't know. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why are we getting Well, what she what Margaret says, she argues that there are still that there were still remnants of witchcraft in isolated parts of Great Britain. Margaret pointed to the severed hand being consistent with a gypsy occult ritual called the hand of glory. I got chills again. <laughs> I need another layer of clothing. But this is really intriguing me because, you, okay, you talked about witchcraft, but gypsy occult witchcraft. Gypsy witchcraft. Something I've never 
considered, <laughs> but is obviously a thing. Mm. Okay. The Hand of Glory mm. is a human sacrifice carried out by people who still believe in a religion practiced in Britain before Christianity. Devil worshippers who still practice black magic. These gypsies believe that if life is taken out of the ground through farming, it must be replaced by a blood sacrifice. Lord, <laughs> I've had a lot of potatoes. Oh my God. Like, you need to sacrifice. the time is coming. <laughs> Margaret's ideas obviously excited the local press and led investigators to consider other seemingly ritualistic witchcraft mm. murders, including mm-hmm. the killing of a man, Charles Walton. Right. Other people agreed with this theory. Apparently, there was talk of Hagleywood being home to a coven of witches. Hmm. One ancient tradition was the practice of imprisoning a witch's spirit inside the hollow of a tree. Ah, here. Preventing her from causing any further trouble. So, there's also either the witches sacrificed Bella, or... Bella was a witch, so they mm-hmm. imprisoned her in a hollow tree. Like the locals didn't like her. Yeah. But then that's a lot of complicit people. Mm-hmm. And someone might blab. Whereas I feel like a group of witches practicing a ritual would be much more tight-knit and never say. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I find it very, I- very interesting. Mm-hmm. I do too. So, nothing much has been done since the 70s. There's been some. A team from Liverpool, John Murs... Liverpool. Un- Liverpool. No, that was the worst. <laughs> Let me go again. Go. Liverpool. Oh my there god, you that go. was good. You see, I knew I had it in me. <laughs> I was bending over to get my tea and it just came out so wrong. What was the accent I was trying to do the other day? And Dan's like, you cannot do that accent. I was like, well, I can. What accent? I will. I can't remember what it was. It was some English. I'm fairly good at English. I like to think, anyway. <laughs> Continue, sorry about that. So, John Murray University in Liverpool, specialising... I was, sorry, <laughs> not that I nearly went there, but when you were at school, did they push that uni? Yes. Yeah. Like, no bloody tomorrow? Yeah. What was that all about? So many, I know so many people who went to that uni. There's so many Why? Irish people it, in Liverpool. Was, was there a backhanders going on ah. they were like jammer jammer like it kind of actually freaked me out a bit made me not want to go i was like you really want me to go here don't you oh why right sorry jammers and anyone who went to jammers <laughs> that's my experience yeah i know like a lot of people went there as well i don't know was it like a new university and they needed not recruits but you know what i mean like the, the but they're just in desperate need of people. Or maybe they built a giant campus and were like, we don't have enough students. And maybe. It's like they were desperate for people. But I know a lot of Irish people go to John Muir, so maybe they're just like, oh, we'll go and recruit more. Be like, oh, yeah, I know this my is... cousin went there, my friend went there, so I'll just go there yeah, too. Yeah, but I like, there. why would you... What about their own people? Why do you want, like, loads and loads of Irish over? <laughs> I just, it was bizarre to me. I know. I know. Mm, Anyway, sorry. Side note. So this team, they specialise in the craniofacial depiction of people from the past. I'm sure we've all seen this on documentaries and stuff. Reconstruction? Yeah. Okay. They put together an impression of how the mysterious Bella might have looked when she was alive. 
Oh, I do kind of love this stuff, do you? Yeah. The team surmised that she would have had a fair complexion, a fair complexion and hair, and crooked teeth. Unfortunately, over the years, Bella's bones have been misplaced. So, without forensic DNA testing, it is unlikely that this case will ever be solved. What? Yeah. What are you doing to me? I thought this, I thought this was two-parter, no? No. Oh, sorry! This is, we're giving Jason two, I understand. Oh. Sisters is one, and then this is one. Uh But this whole time, I've been thinking... This feels like it's drawn to an end. To a close. Like we're drawing blood from a stone, like there's nothing left. And I'm like, but there's a part two. There's so there's a big twist. No, okay. My mind has been going crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, no twist. It is unsolved. Oh, f- well, see, I should have realized that when you said this was on BuzzFeed Unsolved. <laughs> BuzzFeed Unsolved. <gasps> yeah. I never, my mind, it's still quite early. I'm just, I'm still waking up. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry, anything more? No, that's it. So, the last, the very last theory there was the uh, reconstruction of the face. Sorry, that's the last bit of info we had. Yeah, that's really as far as they've got. Didn't really get any. I mean, like, anyone that knew her back then is really old now. So yeah, but I mean, like, if she had a child, that means she probably has lineage out there. So if they had her bones, they could have done DNA and they may oh. be able to find her. What happened? I d- yeah, I didn't understand when you say the bones were misplaced. What the heck does that mean? They've lost, lost her them? freaking bones. I don't know. Get out of How do you lose bones? Oh, what? Yeah. If you were a local of the area, how pissed would you be? Yeah. Because you'd be following that story pretty close i'd say they'd all be super intrigued it'd be like a big local thing and then the police lose the bones i know right she i mean people would be interested in that case keep their bones i'd love to know Mm, even though even with the dna like you're only going to get a match if people go on that dna yeah that dna website what's it called Mm -hmm. yeah there's a couple of them yeah um did you watch that one our father i did Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was scary, and they're still counting the siblings. So sad. What a creeper. Wow. It's what was it like fifty? Was it like fifty four or something like that? No, it's went up to like a hundred and something. Oh, stop! Was it? Yeah. At the end, Hundreds. there was like a little sentence, and it's like they're still counting. They're roughly Ugh. at like a hundred or something. Ugh. Yeah. And then they said that you find you're getting fifty four from. It was like forty four. It has been found that 44 other doctors have done this. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Right. Have yeah. used their own Around sperm. the world. No, just in America, I think. Oh, just in America? I know there's... I think there was a Swedish one. I think there's a documentary about him or a podcast about him. There's mm-hmm. definitely another prominent one. But this guy, he was the worst offender, wasn't he? Oh. What's his name? I can't remember. Dr. Creepy. Dr. Um, Creepy. Okay, sorry. What? So what is your not favorite theory but most what do you think is most likely i am very much intrigued by the witches theory Mm. because obviously like i don't believe that people have magical powers but that doesn't mean that other people don't believe it Mm -hmm. you know like 
They do. Like shoving, like what, like putting the a body inside a trunk of a tree. It does feel ritualistic, right? And also, it's like if right if it was just a plain old murder, the most likely thing that you would do is bury a body. Like in the woods, like it's a massive, massive woods. Like she could have never but, been yes. found if she was buried deep enough. The, yeah, but like, like you said, it's sorry. I should have asked this a long time ago. Was the, the tree was still upright? Yeah, yeah, because the boys climbed, climbed up the branches up the and then yeah. looked in. Yeah, looked down the hollow okay. tree. How did somebody know that was hollow? How did they know? You, see, you would have had to have known. It was hollow. How would you know? It was definitely a planned murder. But you see, they should have... I'm, I'm sure they did, but it probably went nowhere. But that is key information. So the tenants of the land, are there any caretakers so, of the area? So a if lord this, does own the land. Yeah. But I never read anything to do with the lord ever being... Yeah, I'm sure he was like, investigated. You know, like, people that like maintain the land, you know, and like you know, like how the hell did somebody know it was hollow? That is so key. Yeah. It's either people that tend the land, or the average person's not gonna like. Even if you are just wandering through, like you're not. So maybe it is the witches because they've searched for hollow trees because they know they will eventually do these rituals. Yeah, I don't know. It has to be one of the two. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to be some randomer. They're not going to know. Yes. Like the They're boys not... seen the hollow tree. They didn't go straight to it. They it, they happened to pass by it, you know? Can you tell from the outside? Can you tell looking at it? See, this, is, this could, could be a possibility that you can tell by looking at it. You could tell it was... You, I think you could tell it was dead. Like it's hollow. It's probably got no leaves on it sort of thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm what, thinking. Any holes, I wonder, in maybe, the trunk that maybe, you could peek through? Maybe you could see. But <sighs> yeah, again, you would have to know it's hollow if you're going to murder somebody. You can't just wa- wander around with a, a dead body looking for a hollow tree. You might not find one. Yeah. I I did like the, the World War Two theory, the pilot. What was the RAF pilot? I like, like, it was a, tr- it felt like a movie, but yeah. I mean, I feel like there would have to be more, like, details, like, more things recorded. I know, like, spies and all, it's like covert and whatnot, but there would have to be something, like, some record of this spy. So group. I didn't go into some record of some there sort. There was more Nazi spy stuff, and I didn't go into it because whenever I was researching it, so there was thoughts that she was this spy who like sort of was dating another spy. But on record, this woman, this Nazi spy was six foot. And it's like, well, it's not her. Ah, uh, right. this woman was particularly short. Very short. And even for the time, yes. quite short. So yes, it's not. So it wasn't that spy. And then there was this talk that she was a different spy. And mm. even somebody like a, like a decade ago or so was sold that Bella was a spy and even went all the way to, I think it was Poland or something, where they had records. Mm-hmm. And they found that that the spy that they were saying Bella was never left Poland. Ah. So like, no. So all the Nazi spy stuff 
sort of hit dead ends. And I was like, well, there's no point gotcha. going into it. It is intriguing. Though. It is. Kind of like movie stuff. It's like you want it to be some crazy story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or it's possible that she was a sex worker. As she, uh, the graffiti mm-hmm. said she was out at the Rose and Crown. Mm-hmm. Maybe the- somebody mm-hmm. killed, like raped her, killed her, shoved, but- shoved her in a... Why would you be all the way out in the... I'm assuming this is some type of woodsy, foresty area. Mm-hmm. They're... Their work is usually in inner city areas. So, do you know what I mean? Unless she's the only sex worker at this pub. Like, she targets this one pub and that's her pub. But then, I feel like when they went to the pub, they would have been able to find her. Right, there should be more leads. Yes. Because, mm. like, someone's going to, like... Say, oh, I know Lubella. Say, she used to be yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Just look up the name Blue Bella. Is it even a name? One second, Bella. I don't think that's a name. It's like, um, do you know what? Anything is a name, though. What I'm saying is Blue Bella. And oh, it is. Sorry. <laughs> okay, shall we just end it? Let's end it. We're never gonna know, no matter how much we talk about it. I mean, there are some people that this is like annoying them way more than us. Yeah. Like, some people went to Poland for this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's driving some people absolutely nuts. <laughs> Can you imagine being so close to this case? It's annoying. It would... It's the, to me, it's just like, oh, the bones. How can you lose the bones? Where are her poor that little bones? That pissed me bones? off. Like, they had them for so long as well. So careless. It must have been they were moving premises or, you know, yeah. there was a, that kind of stuff. Or, yeah, I get it, but also I don't. So, uh, like, I've lost yeah. stuff when I'm moving and tidying but I'm not it's not evidence <laughs> you know it's not someone's human remains it's actually really disrespectful it is okay thanks Justin great recommendation yeah hadn't actually heard of that case I obviously missed that BuzzFeed so yeah very good very good please rate review and subscribe we would love a few more reviews and stars See you on the next one, guys. Slana Walia. Bye. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.